right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. How you doing today? Good, man. Very good. How you doing uh, on week 38 of the year? Week 38? Is that where we're at? That seems right. 38. Yeah. We're in fiscal week 38 of the year, and this is when it's going to... They say it turns around 40. What turns? The tides. <laughs> they say it turns around 40 because 40 is when Q4 starts, and we get the good months. The good stuff. The good months of the year. We get everyone's favorite October. Yeah. Italian American History Month. And is this that what year it is? I will be making it a theme. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're gonna be leaning in leaning into that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's good. You know, I've been um working my way through the Sopranos. I may have mentioned that on here before. Uh yes. what season they make you on? a uh, midway through season four. Good. So you know they uh, say the tide turns at <laughs> season four. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at fiscal week 38 of The Sopranos. Uh, yeah, they, there's an episode where they make a pretty big deal about. Uh, I guess it's Columbus Day. So. Oh, do you know that's my favorite episode? Is that right? Show. It's it's very good episode. I, I very my much favorite episode it. of the whole show. Every part because of that, every scene is funny. Yes, it's it's funny and it's got my favorite, which is the uh, concierge or whatever. Uh, what, what is his name? The, the the dude that gets like very very upset about the uh, um, the Italian American thing and just takes oh, it way Paulie. too far. It's not Paulie. It's the other oh, guy. Oh, oh, you're talking about uh, oh Jesus. Is it like Zat- sissy or something? Van Zant's character. No, that you're thinking of pussy. Why can't I remember Van Zant's character's name? Silvio. Yeah. Okay, yes. Sill, Sill. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is he's my favorite character. It's Italian American discrimination. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> it's so good. And then uh what's his name? Uh the Italian guys like in the in the south of Italy, we don't really like Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They spit on us southerners. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how it's funny how <laughs> um ethnic groups um like achieve their own identity separate from the original ethnic group in America. The people like, group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the German Americans are, are, I, I feel very different than Germans. I mean, there, there's a lot of con- continuity, but, but they've, you know, developed into their own thing here. Italian Americans, probably the same way. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's totally different. They hate us. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you probably saw the episode where they go to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. They're like these are these are like pigs in human form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they look at us yeah. like we're dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's fine because there's guys like Rollo and myself. We're great examples of the Italian American community. So I was thinking about making October all. Of, what if I did? What if I did instead of a Halloween special a highly themed <laughs> <laughs> four hours of. Of all the finer points of Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Man, that wouldn't piss anybody off. 
Uh, Dude, people get so worked up about Columbus Day, man. It is super, so funny well, to me. Super upset. They get super, gets like, super upset. And like a lot of groups that don't shouldn't have any umbrage. Towards oh no! But you've got to, dude. You got to sidle up to it, man. When there's that much outrage, everybody's got to be you know milking on the teat. It's you ridiculous. Milk the teat. Yeah, it's, outrage it's, it's, porn. It's, I'm starting to really turn against outrage porn. Yeah, yeah. Something about it lately. If I catch something that makes me go, uh, I have to pick a side on this. I am increasingly upset by even the existence of that game. Oh, I oh, people I've will show me stuff for... like, look at you know, look at what's going on here. And if I even get the inkling that I have to pick a side on it, at this point, I'm starting to pick the side that makes the person telling me upset. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, performatively, uh-huh. I'm right. starting to adopt the hate within. Yeah, the hate within. Well, it's like that uh, Boobert thing. I, I, it happened, <laughs> and it didn't even cross my mind outside of the fact that it was politicians that this would become some gigantic platform to to yodel your frustration with, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. And you know, it's just like, hey guys, remember that these people are cretins, and when they do funny things, it's f- it's fine to laugh, and like, there's no, there doesn't need to be a greater point to it. <laughs> You know, at the same time, who hasn't been jerked off in a movie theater? I, I, I suppose you're right. I, I think that's kind adults. of I think that's orthogonal to what I'm saying. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, enjoy mm-hmm. it for what it is. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, to pick a side. There is no side. Yeah. She's having a she's a filthy filthy girl. <laughs> she's a <laughs> nasty little you, guy. This was a porn star. She was a yeah. porn star, yes. everyone. Yes. Yes. She's the porn star. Let's get a grip. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But it's, you know, it does almost seem like one side complains about stupid shit a lot more than the other. But I should just keep my eyes open more. But it is really funny that she's coming out. They catch her coming out of the airport. I don't know if it was TMZ or somebody else. They catch her coming out of the airport. And when you look into her perspective, she's really in the right here. I mean, you shouldn't be jerking somebody off in a in a in a theater, but at the same time, the disproportionate caring and reaction just smacks of patheticness. And you mm-hmm. can tell she she goes, she feels like I've been jerking guys off in movie theaters basically for my whole career. That's how I got here to where I am. <laughs> this <laughs> and now now they find out. She says to the TMZ guy as she's coming out of the the plane couple moments of conversation and eventually she goes you know what i can really say is i'm going to be you know checking party affiliations of the venue more mm. which i just love as a response <laughs> she goes yeah i jerked him off and i'd do it again and the only reason you know about it is because the venue that i was at put the videos out i'll go to more republican venues next time where <laughs> yeah, they'll let me jerk my boyfriends off <laughs> And they won't blow my spot up about it. But she's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, right. She's not, you're right. She is. <laughs> and there's and you know some dunce of a woman that I saw was on on just a random Facebook post that slid onto my slid onto my snail <laughs> is going. You know, it's always rules for thee and not for me with with Republicans. They always make these rules and then they break. And I'm going. She's jerking off. 
she's a Israel. She's an Israeli plant who did porno, who's jerking off her Democrat boyfriend, who owns a bar where they do drag queen story hour on Sundays. This is not a Republican being a hypocrite. <laughs> this, this is a very particular woman. Yeah, you can't yeah. draw. You can't do this. You can't do that. You right. can't. Because she's a... Uh, I, she, <laughs> I don't want to be too rude. She's, she's a, a whoa. She's a minx. Yeah. She's, again, do, serious. She's an active entrepreneur. Yeah. And, and, and it ain't her first rodeo. Right. Doing some kind of political thing. This is she probably a political move, honestly. But I do. I like the moxie of just kind of coming out and going, yeah, I'm a whore, but you shouldn't know about that. <laughs> and really, again, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> if I made a mistake, it was the venue. <laughs> the weird thing is that they're, they're going, you know, it's really offensive that she jerked this guy off in the movie theater, but she blew that vape smoke around, and that'll give you cancer. And that's also the priority that, like, Democrats have when they talk yeah. about stuff. <laughs> right. They go, cranking a hog in a movie theater is bad because you're a Republican, but what's worse... <laughs> Is What's worse is she wasn't wearing a mask. Smoking indoors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just a cop the cop thing. Yeah. Is so strange. It is. That's what it is. It's cop world and it's uh it just is tiresome. She's also been married for 18 years and and the and is getting a divorce this year, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. She's already back to hog cranking, you know, like the glory days yeah, when yeah, she was yeah, in a call when she back. was in Acre <laughs> when she was in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was on the other side of the screen, cranking hog. Cranking <clears throat> hog. We should see if we could pull those videos up just to see, <laughs> just to see, no. just just to, to see know. the tech, just to see technique. Yeah, right. She's perfected it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, over the. Times, yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Again, you don't get it. You don't get a passport. You don't get that passport and one-way ticket out of Israel without really knowing how to how to crank down. You know. Another I guy get. that we talked about, Howard Stern. Yes. You know, he's weighed in on this situation. Howard Stern comes out and rips her as a disgrace to the country. Specifically, he said. <laughs> She's a disgrace to the country. Forget the politics. She's in a titty dress. She's with some dude. She's obviously vaping, but she's also grabbing penis. Of course, Robin, the most valuable co-host on any show ever, goes, is Beetlejuice a sexy play? Stern replies, it's very erotic. I remember the movie. There was nothing sexy about it. He was joking around. Howard Stern says this. Howard Stern, I'm pretty sure, has raped a naked midget on that show. So this is <laughs> this is not the guy who should be levying the complaint, really at all. But you heard it in there. He had to mention the vaping. Yeah, yeah, he's got to slip that in. That that is on par with uh, with uh, you know, the, the hog midget rape, situation. Vaping yeah, indoors, the... just. Mm-hmm. And again, and again, listeners, uh, he didn't rape a midget, okay? It's a joke. Just don't get me sued, please. 
But go and message him and ask him if he really is a midget rapist whenever you get a yeah. chance. And send us a screen. Send us a screenshot for defense if you do get a yes. Yeah, uh, I've never, I've never raped a midget. Uh, yeah. Twenty hours of that a day. Fucking stupid Stern. Anyway, Queen of the Week. What you got? Queen of No. That's Lauren Bobert. Queen of the Week came out strong. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Came out strong. Didn't apologize. Been yeah, or doing even what e- she did done in her life never has mm. it changed. No, stick to it, girl. It. Stick to gotta it. Gotta respect it. Gotta respect the hustle. Gotta respect Question the game. Question I have gotta for s- you, Car Camp it. Go for it. Can't be the first time, right? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> she was commanding the, the area. Can't she, be the uh, most extreme thing mm. she's done in a movie theater either. <laughs> absolutely not. No, she's. There was uh, there was confidence involved there. I mean, it, this was not her first rodeo, and it won't be her last. No, it won't be her last. Should they kick her out of office for this? No, why? Why would they do that? Right. I don't know. We're just having conversations. <laughs> I don't know. We're just two guys talking about just a hog. Talking and talking I... <laughs> about it, hog and cranking and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, she's a member of uh, Congress. As you know, so there's a certain, obviously a certain standard that has to be upheld. You think she's cranked hog in Congress? Back room? Office? Near Congress? Yes. Matt Gates. I bet. I bet. Probably her and MTG have a Matt Gates crank off. (laughs) Couple of whores, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Couple of whores. No, uh, I, I, while you know they they did they caught MTG while uh, Lauren Bubert is cranking hog, she's cranking iron as usual. Yeah, I don't know if you oh saw the latest video. Um, did you see this I, latest video going around? The box sure. jump. Holy no, I don't know shit, if I saw the box. Dude, get this woman in the NFL, dude. She's Put a her on the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> get she's, her on the she, Jets. She, she can, she can pump some <laughs> iron, man. That's for sure. You see, we got a new, uh, um, new bitchy airplane woman. I saw that briefly. Yeah, a more sultry, darker version of uh, Timony. What did I tell you not long ago about how women are rising up? Yeah, you said it was the year of the woman, or twenty twenty four might be. Twenty twenty four is the year of the woman. Q four, as you know, usually things will pick up around week thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. So by Q4 will be steaming and rolling, and by Q1 of next year, every woman in America will have cranked a hog. That's great news. That's great news. More airplane hog cranking, please. Maybe that's where maybe that's where that F thirty five is trying to <laughs> Man, yeah, it's trying to find, find the its hog. way to get his hog trying, cranked. Yeah, he's trying to find <laughs> he's trying to find Lauren Bubert. Poor F thirty five. What poor a creature. What's the deal here? Because because did they just outright lose a plan? I mean, what, is there so here's what theories? I understand from doing my research on this, and it's going to sound really strange at first, but the Air Force will run like these experiments, um, and they aren't exactly allowed to report the experiment to the public. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets really weird. I heard they lined up an experiment 
to see how much, um, I don't know what you'd call it, weight or drag, how much weight or drag on the plane affects the autopilot. And so they have to get rid of the human error here. So they ejected a guy, and here's what I heard, and this was in collaboration with a couple of members of Congress. They stuffed the plane full of billions of dollars of cash and they autopilot it right to Ukraine. <laughs> That's so, what I heard. So stupid. No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Apparently there was uh I I would like to read what Aaron wrote, but I think I have to read it on over the line. I don't know. <laughs> Let me read what Aaron wrote in the in the chat. I asked have you got I, I first of all I said hope you guys are gearing up for 35 content minutes on the F35 situation maybe even <laughs> 40 minutes of content pause goes whatever it takes and and Aaron goes I'm going to just note here with a footnote time <clears throat> I'm not into it I'm of the mind that an incompetent <laughs> or pilot ran into some <laughs> trouble ejected and went on an autopilot for a little while it wasn't transmitting anything because it's a stealth plane and they were probably testing it Appalachia and got lost all of that is conceived and it's annoying to see people like why would you just eject or how come it the big cover-up is probably that the pilot fucked up and was also featured on the front of some published material as a badass girl boss F-35 pilot or some or he was dude and they're in the middle of a recruiting crisis and they don't have any other <laughs> they don't have the any other mind works <laughs> I know but you know he's been in it and you know there's probably a lot of grains of truth to what he's saying but it's amazing when you talk to Aaron you don't even really need to, because if you just read the ma the handbook that he's written, the answers are always right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just uh, got it. He's basically got that Family Guy meme of the cop on the color chart. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and that's how what answers the question. I don't uh, personally know what's going on with the F thirty five situation. I don't know how often this happens. I have no idea. I was honestly a little bit surprised that they couldn't just remotely shut it down. There's a lot of questions. There's a there's a lot of questions. Yeah, I I don't know. So did the pilot did they eject off the coast of South Carolina? Is that right? That's what I heard. Yes. Yeah, they and I guess they ship. recovered the pilot. I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what do I care? You know, what do I care about the pilot? I don't pilot. even I don't even yeah. care about the plane. We just have to report I, this crap. Why do we care about the pilot? Because I want to see if Aaron's right. Oh, good point. Yeah. But he rarely is. Yeah, that's true. He's wrong very frequently. He's wrong the most. <laughs> yeah, he might be wrong the most out of all of us. But this is in his area of expertise. Pause so. is usually right the most because of the safeness and soundness of the predictions. Yes. And then, like, depending on the week, you or I could really have a Babe Ruth moment, or mm -hmm. we could get everything wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I'm rarely wrong alone. 
you're dragging other people in there with you. Other people are also responsible for my being wrong. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So you okay? I see what you're doing here. <laughs> mantra, the mantra. Keep in mind the mantra. It's never just me, and that gets you yeah. through life really well. Yeah, yeah. Gets you through life really well. So, yeah. I mean, that's what we have. We have Lauren Bubert whore and then we had that's what i wrote in my just so you know that's what i wrote in my notes lauren bubert whore and then we have lost plane we also have some duties to the listeners that we need to get to yes i want to before i hit this button and we got to pretend like we don't want to put a barrel in our mouths do you have any stories, and do you want a segment today? Um, I think I'm going to say yes and yes. Okay. Oh, wait, that's the wrong theme. That's the <laughs> wrong one. Sorry, fellas. America's number one news show on Podbean is back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We're here. I'm with the lovely, as always, Car Campit. I like your alligator shoes. Very classy. You you noticed. How could you not? Like a (laughs) boobert in a theater. How could you miss it? Propped up on the desk. Puffing on a cigar. We've got a lot of news to get through here, and when I say a lot, we don't have that much news to get through. Um, not a lot happened this week besides a little more updates on the on the little monkeys in Mexico, uh, which, which is that they're fake. Unfortunately, we found out that they're fake. Um, and then we have some other pieces of news here. I have a king of the week, and it's going to hype you up, I think, because I know one thing that you like is a man that forges his own path and breaks the rules. So we're going to save that for the end here. I'd love to give you your segment, but before I do that, I want to explain a concept. Boy dinner. Boy dinner? Boy dinner. It's something that I'm going to put on everybody's radar. The other day I saw a post on the website formerly known as 4chan. It was about the subject of boy dinner and what that is. First of all, boy dinner means at least two pounds of beef, usually diced into a pan, side of chocolate milk, and that's boy dinner. As you know, I've been trying to watch my figure, car camp it, and so I'm thinking about innovating a new thing called boy breakfast <laughs> going the other I've way been doing it. it for a little while now yes let's hear doing it. it for a few weeks now well i realized that friday isn't the only day of the week that makes me want to kill people if they put meetings uh on my calendar after 1 30 every day of the week makes me want to kill people <laughs> when i have to meet with them so I've had to shift my working schedule 
three hours earlier than normal. Yes, I am now working starting at 6.30 because I can't possibly work when these imbeciles are putting meetings on my calendar at the valuable parts of the day. So I start early, which means I need to get fueled and fired up in the morning, as you know, because the 6 a.m. breakfast has to hit hard. So I've innovated boy breakfast. What is boy breakfast, you ask? Well, unlike a traditional breakfast, boy breakfast has a setting. The setting is my shower at 6 in the morning. What kind of elements are going on in the shower? We are not cleaning ourselves. The water is extremely cold, and I'm struggling to wake up. These are the three elements that are very key if you want to have a boy breakfast. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, what actually is the, what's the breakfast composition? And I'll tell you. For the past two weeks, I've been experimenting, but I think I've come to a conclusion on what makes the perfect boy breakfast to fire you up for the start of your day. I'm a huge fan of my Mr. Coffee because it can make a 12-ounce cup of coffee strong. So I went out to the Walmart, and I almost got into a fight with somebody in the parking lot, but that's maybe a story for another day. He was uh, disabled. And I go into the Walmart and I buy two car. What's two in Spanish? Dose. Dose. 12 ounce mugs for coffee. I get back home. I fill up. And this is every morning, 6 a.m. I fill up two mugs of 12 ounces of coffee after clicking the strong button. On my Mr. Coffee, which I don't know what it does, but I, I feel what it does. That's for sure. I feel what it does. I take those two cups of coffee into the bathroom and I turn on the shower cold. I walk out to the window. I light up a joint. I take three hits and I go into that shower and I finish those two cups of coffee and I don't leave it until I finish those two cups of coffee. And by seven in the morning, I could kill a man and feel nothing. It's excellent. And that is boy breakfast, ladies and gentlemen. That is what you want to be targeting. If you're a boy who has to work early and you want to kill your day, 24 ounces of strongly brewed coffee in a cold shower, you cannot leave it. You've also taken three to four hits of marijuana, you will be flying. You're going to be good to go. That's my recommendation. Supplementary. Well, that's great. That's great. That's uh, It's nice to have like some TLE themed stuff. Like that's T that's uh, it might be boy breakfast, but it's also TLE breakfast, right? That's what I think. We're, We're uh, in. Throw it in the Patreon if you actually try boy breakfast. Let me know how you feel. Do it while you're having your boy breakfast, in fact. Mm -hmm. I had a panic attack when I did this the first time. I I I bet. (laughs) I would bet. Because the first time I did it, I'm I'm not joking, I did it by accident. How do you do that by accident? Because I didn't hit the strong button, so that was the part of the accident. 
So I, I, I'll have two 12-ounce cups of coffee regularly in the morning. If I'm not mm-hmm. having three espressos, it's two 12-ounce cups of coffee in the morning. I, I, run, I run on Dunkin'. So um, the accident was clicking the strong button twice. And okay. I don't know what that button is doing scientifically. But I, I'm, got a, I'm 130 beats a minute standing. My eyes are bugging out. I couldn't close them if I tried and I get I get a moderate amount of work done. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my boy breakfast. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Uh, How are you feeling? Are you feeling wild or are you feeling lonely? Um, I'm feeling wild. You feeling wild? Sit down, let me tell you about the internet. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming into this segment of the Wilder West. I have two pieces that I would like to talk about, two pieces of information. One I've talked about before, I don't think there's a whole lot to report on specifically, but I am seeing increasing murmurs that there are going to be uh, approvals from the SEC for spot Bitcoin ETFs coming next month. Um I think that that is going to lead to some, well, we'll see, we'll, we'll need to see if it actually happens, but, um, that I think is going to lead to an interesting new chapter of the wilder West, where perhaps we're going to see a lot of these, uh, you call them private or just non-state power structures, uh, trying to accumulate as much Bitcoin as they can through, you know, maybe legal structures. And I think that's what's going to happen with a lot of these ETF funds. Um, Break it down like I'm five. What is the... I've actually heard previous murmurs about spot. Yes. I've heard that before, but I know nothing of it. So we... They actually have um, like ETF products available uh, for Bitcoin, but they're futures products, so they're they're all paper contracts. They're uh, they're they're not based on the underlying asset, or they, they are based on the underlying asset, but there's no obligation for the ETF fund to actually own the underlying asset. So they're just producing futures contracts. It's just paper. Um, with the the advent ah. of spot, they're going to have to legally buy a, an individual Bitcoin for each individual Bitcoin that they sell through the, the ETF fund. So um, what I think this, uh, you know, something to watch out for is, you know, that it's going to give entities legal excuse to be accumulating quite a bit of Bitcoin um, for which they will have the keys. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in to see uh, where that goes. Um, okay. But uh, let's get to the approval first and then maybe we can start speculating on that. <clears throat> the second, have we seen this? Uh, spat between Ca- uh, Canada and India? Um, no. Okay, I don't know that much about it. I see Paz just joined, so maybe he does. But uh, I guess there Greetings. was some s- sort of... Yes. Did you Hello. did you see this, Paz? I did see Do you that. have any info on it? 
my only info on it is that it basically happened and that there is a trade delegation not too happy with the other party. What could possibly be holding them up unless there's Chinese interference on the Canadian side? I am just reading up on this now. Um, are you, you're talking about this assassination thing? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even know about this till today. First of all, I don't think we can say his last name without bleeping it. So that's I didn't see his last name. <laughs> you see it now? Do you see it now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> take a look at what it is. Hold on. Um, I don't know anything about this. This would be something we should be on. I feel like this is a failing on my part to not research this. It's all about assassinations. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's we're pretty, gonna have it's, to come back to this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's. Oh my God! I just saw his name. Yeah. Um, it's real <clears> close. Yeah. We'll. We'll need to. We'll need to circle back to this. But this. It, yeah. It's getting to be a little bit of a. You know, this is extra judicial, and so I think, therefore, it qualifies as my Wilder West segment. Okay, um, yeah, I think that that's fair. So maybe we'll circle back and do a little bit of research on this, especially as more news comes out about it. But I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that 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 showed up. So there is something more to it going on, then. I don't know. I, I'm going to look into this car. Maybe we can think about a weekend episode. We dig into this because this is this looks yeah. juicy. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Adios, Gaylords. Well, we're here. Uh, pause. Thank you for joining us. I know you wanted to carve out some time so that you could uh, lay it out on the line about a subject that has become very recently quite near and dear to Car Campen and I's hearts. The case of the, the dried monkey children things <laughs> in Mexico that come from the Nazca Desert, or, or more accurately, the hoaxer. Uh, uh, behind the presentation of the 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 objects, so I'm happy to give you the floor for as long as you need to break it down, um, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll talk about it. So feel free, pause. Floor is yours. Yeah. So when I messaged you guys, I wanted to get some time in on this one. I promised it was going to be quick, and it is going to be quick. There's just some stuff that absolutely has to be talked about with this, and I don't know if it had been covered yet, so I wanted to make sure it did get covered. Um, a little bit of extraterrestrials 101 for our listeners. I want to pop some bubbles in case there's anybody out there getting their hopes up. First things first, if you see people, whether it's alleged experts or Twitter experts, calling things reptoids or reptilians they are lying and they are wrong in alien lore if it's a fucking reptoid it looks like you and i it is not a little gray man if et's were real if they were real they would not ever look like the alien from et Come on now, people. Just fucking bear with me. I didn't me think here. this was going to be part of your angle, Pause. <laughs> you were like, it looks like E.T., but it fucking really does, and I don't know why I haven't seen that till right now. On top of that, if it comes from Peru, 
it is an absolute hoax. Um, I talked about this one a little bit on Twitter, but Peru has been a hotbed going back at least several decades for UFO and extraterrestrial-related hoaxes. There's just nothing genuine or real coming out of that place. And there has been any number of proven frauds. And this is yet another example. Just because something has researchers attached to it, or allegedly unbiased science-doing third parties, still does not mean it's genuine. I am begging people to be just a little bit critical. I can put on a white lab coat, look at a set of bones, and set it come from space. That doesn't mean it actually did. Now, uh, finally, as far as salt mine preservations go, that is certainly a real thing that can happen, and they have found mummies and whatnot historically in those regions that are preserved that way. But that's at the same time, that's not how this sort of stuff works either. Just because they claim this thing's a thousand years old doesn't make it a thousand years old. Especially when they start throwing around carbon dating, which still is not a terribly refined science or that accurate even most of the time to get within a thousand years. So there's just a lot of reasons to be critical of this sort of thing. And there was more than one thread on Twitter that got people really worked up about this and how this is the big one. This time it's real. People talking about bone structure. Uh, most prominently, I think, was that gentleman Clint Ehrlich, though he was far from the only one. And you, people just need to do a better job of being critical. If, 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 if ETs are even a real thing, they are not going to be revealed. The truth is not going to come out. Exactly. Through South American congressional testimonies. Right, exactly. Exactly. That's just not going to be the case. We need huge plausibility checks. And I'm just here throwing cold water. I don't want to hear listeners getting excited about this stuff because I expect you to have been listening to my bullshit long enough to know better. I uh, pause it is. It's also worth mentioning that in, in terms of the, um, in terms of the whole organization of, of what actually happened. Uh, I, I don't know too much about the hoaxer. I know that the Peruvian government wants their, sh their ship back. But what I do know is that the Mexican government, the Congress hearing that uh, his name was Manuel something. I can't remember his last name, but the congressional hearing that he had attended, he wasn't invited to speak. He wasn't scheduled to speak. His speech did not come with any sort of official government endorsement. They are like you, we see in Alex Stein, Prime 99, and many others do. They have an open floor for people to come in and speak. And somehow, when it got to American Airways, it became that the Mexican government invited him to give testimony that the Mexican government had discovered about these uh, figures or whatever they were. But the reality of it is, 
Well, and that's the final point here, too, right, is media literacy. These people are just believing whatever someone on social media tells them, and that shouldn't be the case exactly. either. That, the, the difference between the perception of what happened on the ground and what, by the time it got to my side of Twitter, was is totally different. So not only is the, the thing probably a hoax, but the Mexican government didn't platform this guy or, or anything like that. They just have an open forum. So we're kind of back to square one. Uh, on this uh, pause before, and I really like this idea. I'm think about this, fellas. Car camp it. Think about this as an idea. The PSA, the pause service announcement. <laughs> That's what this is. I really yeah. like this section. Any final thoughts on the aliens or the dried monkeys or whatever they are? Uh, final thoughts. It was a llama skull, is what it ended up being. The bones are in fact genuine. Like many other examples, specifically from Peru that we've come across in recent years, and many examples even historically, this was a matter of uh, rebuilding skeletons out of composite parts. And that came out despite what Twitter-like mongers were saying. Please remember, blue blue checks are getting paid for engagement now. They are trying to make you click, and they are doing whatever it takes including making up aliens. Project Bluebeam doesn't even need to be a government op anymore. Influencers are going to do it for free. Powerful. Very powerful. Thank you, Pause. This has made TLE Nation a public service and not just the news. So, much appreciated. Thank you for letting me pop in long enough to do it. Yeah. All right. That was powerful. I, that needs to happen more. We just need to have pause service announcements more because I feel like... Keep well, people honestly, up to date. When pause has to keep everybody in line, we know mm. we've gone off the deep end. Yeah, We know that right. we've gone off the deep end. <laughs> that's right. Um, oh, it's finally time. <laughs> it's time for news. America's news. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, well, uh, I think this is time that I must give out a King of the Week award to a man that you may not be expecting, but Carl, you're really going to like this one. Firstly, we have to say, Better Mania is absolutely fucking back ladies and gentlemen and let's hear it for john fetterman i learned a lot of weird shit about stuff about this guy recently so as you know john fetterman doesn't give a fuck he's exactly like the people who voted for him he he can barely be asked to stand in line he barely stands up straight and he barely gets dressed in the morning He's a perfect representative of his his constituents out in whatever shitty little bumfuck town somewhere in Pennsylvania he represents. 
Not anywhere where either of our ancestors are from, probably. John Fetterman is the king of the week. And I'll tell you why. He's a path forger. That's what he is. Recently in Congress... All right, a little backstory before we get to the recently. John Fetterman was elected, and one of John Fetterman's things that he appears to do is align himself with the populist messaging on the, on the left. Working class, maybe, but more like schlub. And that's why I emphasize this, more like schlub. A lot of, he's really the only guy in Congress who I think it represents schlubs. The, sh- the schlub. And, right, you know what I mean by that? Just kind of like sloppy yeah. dudes, Democrats yep. really don't like offending anybody, but they're, you know, like gamers. Mm-hmm. Gamers. Not the cool kind. And John Fetterman has never worn a suit. Or maybe he has, but only because he's been forced to. He doesn't wear a suit when he goes about his regular job. Many times, I'm sure, Carl, you've seen him walking through areas of the U.S. Capitol building where he's wearing a just giant hoodie. I mean, way larger than he needs to wear if he wants to wear a hoodie, it's way larger than he needs to wear because it's a little bit performative. But ultimately, I do think that it's it's kind of it's his thing. Mm-hmm. Also, giant shorts. It came out recently. The guy wears triple extra large shorts, basketball shorts, triple extra large. And it ain't all because of the size of his dick. Of course not. Yeah. He also wears ankle socks with those shorts, which I think is showing a lot off. Just Mm. showing a lot off right at the top and at the very... I mean, in many ways, he looks like an eggplant. He's got a very bizarre... In many ways, he's shaped like that. Geometry, yeah. Very strange. And um, so, Fetterman is my king of the week. After all that, is my king of the week because... In Congress recently, there was a loosening of the chamber's dress code. Chuck Schumer led a piece of legislation that no longer requires Senate floor members to wear suits. Schumer quietly directed the Senate's sergeant-at-arms to cease enforcing the dress code. I'm sorry, I called it legislation. That's incorrect. This is an informal executive action to stop enforcing the dress code that mandates male senators wear a jacket and female senators a dress or other business wear. The policy change comes specifically after John Fetterman was bashed by conservatives over wearing a hoodie and gym shorts to the Congress hall. Some of those senators who bashed him, all of them, practically all the regular names that you'd be familiar with and many more, obviously, on the on the right. Mitch McConnell bashed him. Uh, they all bashed him. And then the spectator editor, Stephen Miller, frequent Fox guest, bashed him pretty hard on Fox. And so Chuck Schumer's response was to take executive control in defending his boy, Mr. Fetterman. Because this may not, you may not understand why this 
matters. While the rule was being enforced, the sergeant at arms would kick out anybody who wasn't wearing a jacket. Would kick them out. And so John Fetterman had to shout his votes from outside of the hall into the hall. He had to stand at the door and shout his votes, which is fucking hilarious, obviously, <laughs> and really good for the lungs. Got to be boisterous voice, which I've never heard the guy yell even. Can you imagine they made a stroke victim stand outside Just in the stand hall? Stand and shout? Shouting. <laughs> it's cr- amazing. It's amazing. So he is my king of the week because for all the dumpy schlubs out there, who load up their two strong cups of 12 ounces of coffee in the morning (laughs) into that shower and have their boy breakfast. John Fetterman is really, if you talk about a representative who is pushing forward legislation that'll make change, John Fetterman's not one of them, but he is the kind of guy who represents guys like us. Uh, And so I very much appreciate it. Carr, your thoughts, firstly, on the Senate ruling and on John Fetterman's triumph over the Senate ruling. Well, I just love that the the continual visual decline of the entire thing. So I'm I'm very supportive of everything that's been happening. Um, one thing I would uh, that that came up today because anytime something erupts around Fetterman, we go through this whole thing of is it just one Fetterman or does he have body doubles? And it's very quiet. It's not the same mm-hmm, fever mm-hmm. pitch that Joe Biden commands on the body double front, but sure. it's there. It shows up. And and I saw one today that just got retweeted on my timeline with like no commentary on it. And it was, a, 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 you know, a true blue Democrat, you know, complaining about all the conspiracy theorists and claiming that, you know, and they put up four pictures of Fetterman. I assume it was legitimate. Um, and they're like, oh, they claim that it's, <laughs> each one of these is a different person. And you're looking at it and like absent any other context, like if you could just take that tweet back to 2015, you have no idea who Fetterman is, don't know he's a politician, you know, don't know that it's political. There is absolutely no way that you would look at that and be like, yeah, those are all the same person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like they're just totally just agree. completely different people. It's yeah. not even close. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I, I think I had tweeted this like a, a while ago, but I do really enjoy the way that that. Um, you know, politicians have, have, have now become in a lot of ways more of just a like an idea than an actual individual, you know, like I think I think a lot of people, whether consciously or subconsciously, actually just look the other way on the fact that all, a lot of these guys are apparently just don't have the wherewithal to be to do their job alone and they need body doubles to do it or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, because, you know, obviously they just, just, sometimes they just look, look radically different and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think it's kind of cool. Like, I think it's cool that, that it's like, you're, you're just cool elected outwardly lying to us. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like, I like that they've become just like this idea. It's like the, I, you, you didn't elect Joe Biden. You, elect, yes, yeah, much you more elected honest. Yes. the idea of Joe Biden. You didn't like mm-hmm. elect John Fetterman. You elected the idea of a schlumpy mm-hmm. bum. Like that's, and yes. that's what you get. Like each body double is going to bring that to you, but it's just not going to be the same individual, which doesn't matter anyway. So I, I, yes, ju- it, I really enjoy the way that that's gone. It's moving towards AI governance. It's yeah. conditioning people to kind of vote for the idea. And then they'll just plug the tell the robot how to govern for a little while. And that's right. all you need. That's all you'll ever need. We're kind of in that transitional stage to that. It's very so, cool. There are some Republicans who are rebelling against this ruling, this change in ruling. Senator Susan Collins, aged 70, threatened to wear a bikini to the Senate floor. Oh, man, that is a threat. That is a threat. And um, 
Look, I can't think of a more ceremonious way to close out TLE Nation on this episode than to explain the reason why John Fetterman is getting the crown. It's not just for making the change. It's for, I mean, a ruthless quip that he posted on Twitter, which is, first of all, Fox News tweeted, Dress to impress? People are furious after the Senate dropped its dress code requirement, and they're saying there is only one lawmaker to blame. Why the bar is being lowered. Fox News is insane. Nobody <laughs> cares, obviously. Nobody is, nobody is enraged or furious. But John Fetterman quote tweeted that post with, I figure if I take up vaping and grabbing the hog during a live musical, they'll make me a folk hero. <laughs> Serving them up. Right Serving there. it up. And, and, I, and I all respect to my future president if he makes it long enough. All Absolutely. respect. Absolutely. There you go. That's great. And that is, that is TLE Nation for the week. Well, that was that was a great episode of TLE Nation. Um, I agree. I agree. We we have uh, one or two things we need to cover out of bare necessity. Is there anything else you want to cover? Yeah, but it may, there may be some overlap. Okay. Um, we got to do the Vivek tracker really briefly. Every week mm-hmm. we track our boy Vivek Ramaswamy on his campaign trail. Last week we found out that Vivek Ramaswamy demands his office temperatures to be set to 64 degrees and sometimes lower because he likes it chilly. <laughs> that's amazing 64 is really chilly that's very cold so uh the republican candidate is touting himself as a man who can take it in the heat and in the cold he's a mm. biotech executive as you know and sometimes those buildings need to be kept relatively cold because uh, whatever and recently there was a complaint at one of his uh establishments roy Vont sciences and strive asset management is the name of it where some employees were so cold that they had to buy at their own space heaters and use them <laughs> on the job and then they were being and then they were being reprimanded for bringing space heaters in cuz they're a fire hazard wow but one capitulation he made upon the complaint was that he created Royvant branded Patagonia fleeces to give out to the cold people so he Basically, it was like, put on another layer, you dummy, and get back to work. Good. And I love that. So yeah. shout out to Vivek. Um, just that's the kind of guy that I, that's what I need to see. A lot less of this stuff that he's doing where he talks and a lot more of this stuff that he's doing where he does awful things to his employees. And that makes <laughs> me want to make him the president. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. Uh, the only other thing, Carr, that I need, and I wanted to get this information from you because I can run this going forward, or you certainly can. We still need to be tracking the uh, betting line for Donald oh, Trump. And I, and I got it pulled up, buddy boy. Excellent. Okay. What have we got? There hasn't been a lot of movement. I need to start writing down the numbers. Uh, I'm going to so that... start tracking it. That's why okay. I wanted to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let, then I'll run through the numbers here. Um, I, From what I recall, th- there doesn't seem to be much of any movement on the GOP line. Um, okay. We've got Donald Trump at minus three thirty three, so that's oh. bet three thirty three to to win. Okay, 100. interesting. And, and we've got DeSantis at plus six hundred. 
So oh, that's bet hundred gets off. Isn't that way off? From, oh, see, yeah, yeah. It's like a thousand, thousand point spread. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think Trump is getting more sure as we go, which makes sense. It, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, on the Democrat side, minus two seventy five on Biden. So it's interesting. Donald Trump okay. is actually a surer bet to win the GOP than Biden is the the uh, the Dem side. Number two is still Michelle Michelle Obama at plus four fifty. That is shocking yeah. to me. Yeah, it's 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 very strange. And then in the in the uh, generals, um, Biden and Trump are n- literally neck and neck, a rounding error. Biden is plus two twenty five, and Trump is plus two thirty. Wow, Jeez. yeah, yeah. That's what it's going to shape up to be if they don't put him in prison first. Yeah, yeah. I, and if I they agree. do put him in prison, imagine what's going to happen. <sighs> yeah, going to be tasty. Going to be very spicy. Hmm. Hmm. Looking forward um, to it. <laughs> we love it, don't we, folks? Um, I did want to. So, do you have those numbers down? Are we? Uh, is that? Uh, are you going to be in charge? Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got good. an Excel sheet ready to go. We'll be tracking it every week. We're. Very I'm good. making money. I don't know if you understand this. I'm putting five hundred dollars down when I feel confident. Okay. I'm I'll making some cash out of this. I'll, I'll match it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I'm not ready yet, obviously, but no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, I'll be ready. Um. Little Amal, uh, uh, she is uh, walking around in the in the most. Uh, oh, she left the Nincompump reservation. Yes, I believe so. Uh, I think she hit Philly on the way to D.C. Now she's got a long day in D.C. She was in uh, Prince George's County, she Maryland, just outside likes to of go D.C. To dangerous cities. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, just straight to the hood. Uh, 10 a.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. Uh, stops. Uh, so uh, you're you're running out of time. You might be able to catch her uh, near Union Station. Uh, this performance is the Women of My Village. I'm sure that's going to be fascinating. Uh, so you can catch her at 8 p.m. there. I assume that's Eastern time. Uh, if you miss that. Tomorrow she's going to be in Pittsburgh. That's the Ghost in the Furnace one. I assume that's going to open up some sort of portal and Yikes. harvest souls. Yeah. So just go ahead and catch her in Cincinnati the Check next it day. Out. Yeah. Um, so streams connecting uh, at 3 p.m. in Cincinnati. Uh, actually, yes, the following day after the the portal opening in Pittsburgh. Uh, she's so, going to wait a minute. She's going to Philadelphia. She's DC, got a blister, blistering quick, pace. Quick stop through Pittsburgh. And hell. To Cincinnati. Yep. She's putting yeah. herself in dangerous situations on purpose. And now, and now, now, keep in mind also that she's got three, uh, uh, like events a day. So she's really just burning the candle at both ends here. She goes, she goes to the, she goes to the hood in Cincinnati. Little Amal teaches you how to set up your Starlink. Just like really weird, <laughs> weird stuff going on. <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a like a, a coding workshop or something. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. It gets starts to get a little racist as they travel through the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is she Indian or Syrian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy! Shit. But, I, I'm, uh, someone's got to get out. Somebody get out there, dude. Yeah, I've got. Somebody I got has some to get that, out there. I got some people that hit me up for the Texas tour stops. So, oh, uh, but that's not that's not for another month or so. So, well, uh, we yeah, got time. Gonna, we got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I want to cover a little Amal this morning. I tweeted out uh, asking people to uh, submit some suggestions for news, but. Uh, you took up a lot of time uh, as you I didn't, do. Hey, so. I, I read that tweet and I didn't take up as much time as I could have. Okay. Well, uh, I wanted to cover two pieces uh, of news or two to respond to two 
um, items specifically, although I think we have covered a lot of the things in there. Um, let me see if I can pull this up here so I can get the exact uh, wording. One of my favorite, one of our favorite listeners um, who we met at Childerberg, I don't know, two years ago. Um, she says, please, for the ladies, your most controversial ocean take. I'm not sure if you have one, but I, I think I might have one. Ocean take? Oh, I hate the beach. How's that? Yeah, that is pretty controversial. It Can't stand the beach. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think that uh, a coming of age or a rite of passage for all men should be to take a boat out into the sea in bad weather, and that's my that that might be my Jesus. controversial take. Yeah, that's very dangerous, but I understand what, you, what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I understand that, that's what you're my, going for. That's my ocean take. Uh, I, you know, I know that not everybody's going to be able to accomplish that. I think it needs to be salt water, and I think the weather has to at least be uncomfortable. Uh, All right, so, let you me know. game this out so I can give you something more satisfying than the than I that I hate the beach. Okay, the ocean. Something about the ocean. Something about the ocean. You know what really freaks me out? Mm-hmm. You know what really freaks me out? What's the up? idea that the idea that what's below the the top of the water there's more of than if you look up into the atmosphere. Like animals wise, I'm or, not or explaining anything. Anything, listeners, okay. take it away. Okay, okay. Well, um, do we have anything else? Are you perplexed? I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm sitting on it. I. You know. Sit I don't know. I, you know that yeah. the listeners have now. They've hit that back button that takes you back 15 seconds on the Podbean player. Yeah, it kind of knocked four me. Times. It, 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 <laughs> I will say it kind of knocked me a little bit off kilter there. First, I. I Somebody really will get to... it. Somebody will get it. A lot of okay. people will think I'm thinking about something I'm not, and some will get it. Okay. So if you find yourself in a movie theater, hog cranked, <laughs> think about how much of the ocean there is. Versus other things. Well, be that as it may, um, I've got some other items on there. Uh, I do owe a migratory bird uh, watching uh, piece, but uh, I think I'm going to have to move that to next week. Okay. Um, I'll note it down I want to get properly. Week. Yeah, please note me down for that. Uh, you have a good migratory bird story, or just a- I, I'm deciding about what migratory okay. bird story. You know, it's a it's a long and uh, storied news segment Clark that I do, so I, I want to make sure that uh, I, I'm up to stuff on my on my migratory bird, bird story news. on a, a migratory bird story. All right, I'll be holding you to it. Cool. Powerful. Good. Very powerful. Very good. Uh, anything else? No. Monkeys dried, hogs cranks, pauses gave an announcement. I, I really think we did 110% today. I think we did our duty to the board. So I guess uh, with that, until next week, two hands on the wheel. <laughs>